Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello there, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show, episode number 78. Yet again, from bed. Well, not me, but the other end. you're just jealous you think that i could um that i should be sitting at my desk slaving away you should back getting arthritis having rsi in my fingers but now all i need to do is just lounge on the bed and just talk at a screen Mm -hmm. what a life yeah how do you sort eating what do you mean do you eat in bed as well eat in the bed no (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I used to get breakfast in bed delivered to me occasionally in the younger days. You when, used to, oh, when we when you were young and Kelvin young still had, had children, stamina, some motivation. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and no, I've got sort of gone off the idea of breakfast in bed a bit. Have you? Well, I get a cup of coffee. It's not that glamorous, is it? Not really. No, it's quite hanging, really, when you think about it. Jam and eggs everywhere, breadcrumbs. Crumbs, yeah. Yeah, and you, have, and you have to wee. And you have to wee. Yeah, well, you have to do the morning wee first. So you're getting up anyway, so. Right. Okay, I was thinking, oh, my God, what kind of breakfast do you have in Norway? That just <laughs> sounds wrong. I know you eat a lot of fish, but I didn't realise you had to wee at the same time. <laughs> nice. nice. Some people get off on that. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, how about things? Apart from, uh, well, you don't know, do you, if you've been in bed? Then. Well, I'm not constantly in bed. I'm just in bed to do the podcast. It's yeah, the podcast from bed. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. once we've ascertained that, yeah. I am very busy. I'm a very busy lady. Of course very you are. Of course you are. Of course you are. Yeah. 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 But I, do so, hear, I yeah. did hear a, a rumor reached me from, from your area uh, yesterday about, no, a couple of days ago about uh, something involving a car and a telephone pole and a mosquito. Are we doing it? Is this is this my episode? Are we doing that? No, it's mine. Or is this your episode? No, I'm going to save that for my episode, which I think oh, is. Oh, you're next. such a tease. Okay, but we'll do that next week. But we'll this is this is the thing. So, listener, what happens is that every week um, we swap whose turn it is to come up with the topic. Um, and this week it's Vigard's turn. I'm pretty sure because it's an it even is. week and mine's it the is. odd week. Yes, and uh, and we don't discuss what we're going to talk about prior to it because what we found is that just like anybody having a normal chat in the pub, it's much more interesting just to speak to somebody without having prepared anything. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad mm. thing because times in life you prepare and it's uh, yeah. more important to do some planning. But we just speak off the cuff and, and this I is the kind the of first, that Yeah, get. I think that's the first collision we've had ever in 78 episodes, so that's okay. Yeah, it's not bad, it's not bad. <laughs> so I'm going to save the mosquito story for next week. So you're going to have to, uh, have to wait until then. Well, that's good. Well, then I'll I can talk about something I've read the other day. I The other day, I think it was yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry, read... sorry, listeners. I didn't realise he was going to give you something boring mm-hmm. I opened the sun. The, uh, the Sun Online, and what met me was headlines, not just The Sun, it was the same uh, on BBC and everywhere else, where they talked about the treacherous roads in Britain. Airports closed, schools closed, 
because of a few oh, we're degrees not have a minus and a little today. snow, like two centimetres oh, of gonna, snow and the whole country grinds to a halt. between Norwegian snow but, and British snow. Tell me, how did Britain if, actually manage to win the war? How did, if could, you take away the little moan that they have every year about how much snow they have and how close is the roads, you're taking <laughs> everything away from them. And now that we've got Brexit, that's going to finish them off. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because you get lots of snow. The Where does that, all that snow go, by the way? Just, just melt into the fjords or something. Yeah, lots away in the spring. Yeah. I live in the east, uh, southeastern part of Norway. It doesn't come that much snow here, really. We do have snow now, yeah. and we do for for a couple of months, usually. Depends. Well, we, do, we don't normally get that much snow. The other part, In other parts of the country, they could get like a metre of snow, and that's a bit. But we yeah. would get like 15, 20, 25, max 30 centimetres, something like that. That's still pretty significant. That's like okay. that's more than I get here. In fact, yeah, well, you get none there, except in your say, indoor slalom slope. Yeah, in my indoor slalom slope, the indoor refrigerator or the indoor freezer. Uh, now, you had a comment about that the other day, um, which we hadn't recorded. But um, <laughs> were you watching some TV programs? That your life is so rock and roll, by the way. The fact that you've been reading articles about <laughs> snow in England and. <laughs> The uh, ski field in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tell yes, me. Tell I me. Did, uh, no, I did. No, what I commented on was that I saw that I saw the TV show when they built the indoor uh, slalom slope, and when they constructed that, did they hire people from say Norway, Switzerland, no. Austria, no. Germany? No, no. they hired no. Brits. <laughs> Yes, people who like to moan about roads that are closed when the snow is coming down. It was hilarious. And of course, it was, they had loads of, you know, there were loads of flaws and stuff with the system. But I think they got it working. It's been working for a while. Well, it's very popular. Very, very popular. And especially now as the ski season is on in Europe. So people are practicing. They send their children off. And you can go pat a penguin. So it's everything. It's everything you need in one place. I do do have a bridge here. I do have a bridge. I do have a bridge. A bridge. A bridge. A bridge. I'm going yeah, to segue into. Bridges. I'm going to segue into this um, this episode's topic. Okay. So we got we got the treacherous roads in Britain, and then we got the treacherous pricing in the shopping malls. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's segue. Bad segue. Oh, that's no. terrible. No, I'm going to talk about the other day. I was walking in the shopping mall. I was walking through the shopping mall. I can't remember what I did there, but that doesn't matter. Picking up shopping, medication perhaps? or something. Shopping. No, I don't do. I think I was getting no. I don't go to shopping from the pharmacy. Something. No, I wouldn't. Who would? Only insane people would go shopping in the shopping mall. Uh, but as I was walking past the windows, I noticed something. Can you guess what I noticed? Uh, things for sale. Yes. One of yes. But. That's actually yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I saw. I walked past shop after shop after shop announcing their January sales right. and the shops that didn't have January sales did otherwise present their wares in such a way that low price was a great reason to get you walking through the door. Uh, I see. That's so what, what you're commenting on is the fact that everybody is selling this stuff off cheap discounts, mm-hmm. etc. right now, because traditionally that is what's done. Wait, I'm back to up. yeah. I'm actually back to our favorite topic of pricing. Pricing, because cool. and the reason we do that, dear listener, is because it's probably one of the, if not the, simplest thing you can do 
to improve your business overnight. And it's probably the thing that most business owners get wrong. I think that's yeah, a fair statement. Yeah, it's, it is a fair statement. I think that when you start a business, you have no idea what your pricing should be. So you just pick a number out of the air or you look at other people's prices and you kind of position yourself between the highest and the lowest because you don't want to be too high or too low. Um, and really nobody, you don't have a clue really yeah. what you should be doing. Um, and when you know when banks ask you for a, what do they do? They ask you, if you're going for a loan, they ask you for a business plan and they ask you to provide you with a um, financial forecast yeah. of what you think money you'll make. And you're going, well, how the fuck should I know how yeah. much money I yeah. should forecast? You know, I haven't done this before. I don't know how many haircuts will I, well, I'd like to have. 20 haircuts walk through yeah. the door on a day and that will be It's just bullshit. Amount, it's just made it up might numbers. Not, yeah. Pretty much. And it kind of bamboozles people. So, and even the banks don't really know what they need it for, to be yeah. honest. They just want to say accept or decline and the majority of the time it's decline. Um, so, you kind of left a bit stumped. And, and it's fair to say that it's not your fault that your prices aren't right, necessarily. It's just so you don't know any better. Yeah. Um, but like you, like you say, Big Ed, it's the cheap, it's the easiest way to change, change your business and turn around your business. I'll actually give a couple of examples of, of how easy it is. I just sent in another business. I just had to send out, uh, I had to adjust the price uh, prices on some subscriptions. So I had to increase the prices. So I sent off about 100 letters to customers who were on odd uh, pricing plans. Uh, and they got a price increase of about, I think, varying from 10 to 20% increase or something was what I needed to do, depended on what kind of subscription they were already already on. Uh, guess how many people complained? Oh, how many did you send it out to on average? 100 people. 100 people. Maybe one, maybe none. 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 No one no. complained. So second question. I just made yeah. an offer. I just made an offer to someone. I think the offer was around. Uh, the offer was initially around fifteen k, and then I discovered that actually my estimate was wrong, and I had to increase <laughs> the price by seven k. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. Wow. So it pushed it up to 22K. That's not insignificant. What do you think happened when I presented that to the to my potential customer? Well, most people would think that would create some angst and anxiety and some anger and some fuck off you twat. You beardy twat, but I'm guessing nothing happened. Uh, well, uh, they did ask me to just specify or tell them why the price increased, which I yeah. did, of course, just specify could, a bit yeah. more so they could understand why. But even, fair enough. yeah, but still, they went through, they accepted it, yeah, because okay. it was fair. It was to them, I gave them a value that they, you know, they couldn't get that anywhere else anyway, so. And, well, there you go, but you knew that. So take yourself back 10 years ago. Would you have done it? I think 10 years ago, I would have haggled with myself to keep the price as low yeah. as humanly possible. And I probably would have done, uh, so there's a load of, there's loads of stuff involved here, you know, equipment, work, stuff like that. But I think I would have just uh, probably kept my hourly rate as low as possible and ha I would have had next to no margin on the equipment, I think. Yeah. So you would have... 
panicked mm-hmm. and not presented it as well as yeah this i heard yesterday i talked to um someone uh, dropped by the office and we discussed some equipment stuff and they said that they uh, someone that offered something to them and that the um the distributor or uh, no the company selling the stuff to them had disclosed their their margin they said that the stuff we sell to you <laughs> we only add a five percent margin right which is very low considering very that low. the supplier yeah. would have to pay you know wages the rest of it rent yeah. all that kind of stuff and i think the industry standard is somewhere between 10 to 15 percent and i usually charge 30 percent at church 30 percent ish and you still have customers i still have plenty of customers yeah and there's so, a reason so what is it that you, yeah okay so this is where i'm going to get to what yeah. why do you think this is because people don't believe it because they still and they're still it's one yeah. of the massive things when i talk to clients is that the biggest thing they're scared of is raising their prices mm-hmm. and i think there are, yeah i think you can see say many things about this so i'll try to keep it short i think that first of all <laughs> that'll be a first yeah I think first of all, it depends on whom you're selling to. Because if you're only selling to people who are most who concerned about getting low price, you will get low price buyers, and that is a problem by itself. Because they will, they will request low prices. They will always ask you about the lowest price, the best price, and they will haggle and they will ask for discounts and the rest of it. Uh, now, if you sell to if you have the right attitude, you will communicate. By the way, if you're hearing some noise, it's just my rabbits redecorating the room. Yeah. Mental, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think my that. Little fan on my I think if you sell to the right people, uh, they, they you will sell to people who understand value, not just price. So you have to choose who you're going to sell to. And they will understand that if they pay more, they will get more. Usually, that's not always true, and. You know, this is all based on that you're delivering high quality, you're delivering the best service and the rest of it, and that your products are good. You have to deliver deliver on your promises. You can't cheat because that won't work. Definitely, you can't deliver shit and expect to charge high prices. You will have to to charge premium prices. You have to actually offering that to be really good. Yes, but if you do that, you will find that you know you can sell at high prices. You can get. You don't need as many customers as you did before. You can spend more on marketing. You can give them better service and follow up, and all that will have a have that effect that they, your customers, will talk to other customers that are similar to them, and they will send you more business through that. It's just your reputation goes up, basically. That's that's the simple explanation, and then there's a lot mm-hmm. of detail we could get into, of course, if we wanted. Yeah, to. and we're not going to because it no. can get a little bit overwhelming, a little bit boring, and a little bit. Uh, what does what does someone say? But ipso facto, this it's you telling me something I know before it's going to happen yeah. afterwards. So yeah, exactly. Uh, in reality, what do you think is going to happen to those shops in the shopping mall? Well, I know what's happening to them because I do. Um, I do. Well, not, I wouldn't say I, I investigate them or follow them very closely. <laughs> I'd be very worried if you did something like that because even for your standards, uh, uh, your OCD standards, that's kind of what just I do. I, I pay attention. I pay attention. I pay so attention. Every though. time I walk through the shopping mall, I will notice yeah. that a number of clo- uh, stores have changed. Right. So they have closed down and there's a new one opening. That happens regularly 
It happens more often with the smaller, you know, single owner shops. But I've also yeah. read about the bigger kind of chains, and they also struggle. A lot of them struggle. But well, they are able to keep... Say again? Even, even some of the big known, you know, well-known oh, yeah. brands have been in for 80-odd years are struggling. But the yeah. reason they are still alive is because they are kept alive. They got deeper pockets. They got investors that just won't let go, go because it's, they think that they might be able to turn things around. So they keep pouring money into the company. But you'll be amazed to see how many chains are actually going backwards and losing money every year. Uh, yeah. And and I think honestly that one of the main reasons for that is that they sell themselves too cheaply. They sell themselves artificially cheap, and it's not. There is a way to survive with the low price model, but that means that you also need a really low cost base, like Rhino does. Rhino's got have had for years a, a lower cost base than the competitors. We're now seeing that the competitors are catching up, which is interesting. Ryanair still got a low cost base, but Ryanair are not doing anything that their competitors can't. It's just been a matter of whether they wanted to do it. But now they're forced to do it and the prices will come down. Uh, The cost base. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, the cost base will come down. It's not a very good long-term strategy, the low price model, in my opinion. My and it's, yeah, it's, not, it's not much fun and it's quite stressful and continuing to go to work every day and not making much money isn't – yeah, it's just not yeah. – why would you do it? Why? But I do understand. Sorry? I mean, if you're a, if you're a hairdresser and you, you a new competitor opens up across the street and they, you know, charge 10 20% less than you, of course it's tempting to cut your prices by the same. Of course that's yeah. tempting. But is it smart? Hmm? No, no, not, not really. necessarily, not in the long term. Donald Trump is actually really good. Yeah, Donald Sorry. Trump once struggled to sell. Uh, say what we want about Donald Trump, but he struggled <laughs> to sell uh, a few of his apartments in the Trump Tower, and he cut the price for a while. I think didn't work, and then he increased the prices by a lot, and then they yeah. suddenly sold. <laughs> he actually emphasizes the importance of having high prices. He sells. Uh, I again say what we want about Donald Trump, but he sells to he sells these high ticket things, you know, the golf mm-hmm. courses and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he's been through. He has he has experienced a lot of different yeah. ways of doing business. And like you say, say what you will about Donald Trump, and he does have a particular style of working which doesn't suit everybody. Um, yeah, he has. He does. He has done the research into a lot of a lot of areas. He's quite. He's not necessarily smart. He's pretty savvy. And he's got good advices. <laughs> he is. He just ignores them, he but that's a different thing. Advices, <laughs> he has a number of advices. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah. then, what are we saying? Are we saying to go around and look at your prices and raise your prices because you're not nearly charging enough? Don't discount. Don't sell. Don't come down to other people's levels. We're saying all of that, aren't we? So there's a lot that you could do. But if you're confused. What I'm saying is if you're confused about what you should be doing with your prices, the only way to make uh, an absolute guaranteed call on it is to actually pick up the phone, isn't it, is to book a call with it us. Is and, actually, yeah, it is, actually. And, I'm to, not, yeah. and to look at it personally with your particular business. Yes. I think that's a smart choice. First of all, you don't pay anything for a breakthrough call with Cat or me, so it's totally free and you can just jump on the call. We might try... We'll try. We might offer you something, 
because we might see that there's something for you we could work with you and help you but there's no commitment there's nothing you you're committing to doing and uh it depends and on who no you are anyway. you no it isn't actually when i've talked to when i talk to some people i tend to offer that to them just in 50 percent of the cases because the rest i just see that is not i can't help them for various <laughs> reasons so but they still walk away with a very valuable thing which is a clear understanding of where they are it's a reality check and then they have a clearer view of where they want to be and and also they got a plan you know or how to get there and that's really valuable i think that's worth one hour isn't it at least an hour um where can they go to get that tell us can go to the go your salon fast show dot com forward slash start really simple oh, very very simple um and then get you get a an hour of chat myself or Guard about any topic particularly that's worrying you about your business and your salon um and we'll come up with a plan for you and that would yeah. be cool and we yeah. even bilingual oh, actually we trilingual so if you're arabic trilingual. if you want to speak arabic you can talk to cat <laughs> yeah and if you want to speak norwegian you can do that Fluent. to me and if you want to do english you can talk to either of us and if you're any other scandinavian uh language Guard has a smattering of everything i do i'm sure do. I'm yep. gonna ask. I'm gonna ask this on the next one, but I want to know what language your rabbits speak. Oh, they speak rabbit. You know that. <laughs> Do they understand Norwegian? Mm-hmm. Do the time. <laughs> anyway, yes. I think that wraps up. Anyway, it does, and I will reveal all about the mosquito next week. So, mm. uh, anything you that's uh, resonated with you today, or touched you, or jumped up and shouted like a rabbit on Ben's and Dream with bright pink mm-hmm. ears. Pick up the uh, go to www.thegrowyourcellonfastshow.com forward slash start and book on a call. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Okay. okay. Ta-da. See you later. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.